Hello. All right. Uh, thank you for joining us. We are the Master Blaster Podcasters, putting misinformation on blast. Thank you for joining us. Tonight we're going to be talking about QAnon. And we'll be getting into this shortly just to let you guys know we are all over the place. <laughs> now we are on every major podcasting, uh, podcasting platform, including YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. Uh, if you want to search for us, you'll be able to find us. Look for the uh, beautiful red logo that has our name, Master Blaster Podcasters, on there, and you'll find us. And what we uh, want to tell you as well, I mean, this is our fourth episode, number four. We have had Woke as our first one, Global Warming as our second, the third uh, related to immigration and border control, and now we've got QAnon. Um, One thing, if, if you listen to us so far, is we're going to try to be I'm going to try to play a little bit more of the contrarian approach to politics. We come from the side of the left, usually, if we're talking about our opinions. I am a little bit more centrist. I wouldn't call myself a centrist, but I'm a little bit uh, more centrist. I'm Jesus, dirty mouth, of course, on the other side. Uh, And dirty mouth is, like he said before, a bleeding heart liberal. Actually, more for things. I was uh, out to say, sorry. Uh, I'm a progressive. Progressive, okay. Uh, Heavily progressive, we'll say that. Um, Whereas I actually, if you've listened to immigration, I don't really believe in open borders. Um, uh, We will do a future episode called uh, Mass Shootings and Gun Control. Uh, I don't believe in abolishing guns. I mean, I believe that if you want a a gun to protect yourself in your home, not an AR-15, but if you want a handgun uh, or a shotgun to protect yourself in your home, 100%. Uh, there's too many guns out there. Anyway, uh, let me see anything else for future uh, future episodes as well. Let me let me say this: if we are going to take a slight turn after tonight. QAnon is going to be a pretty heavy subject, and like I said, we're, we're trying to take a more contrarian approach to offer. Um, ideas from the right, uh, we could shoot them down immediately. We could say that they have some sort of validity to them. Uh, tonight, it, it's basically out the window. I really, before we get into this, I mean, I don't have any positive opposite critique of the QAnon. It's pretty much all negative, and we'll we'll say why. After this episode, we're going to do a few different episodes about horror movies. So I'm going to take a little bit of a turn after tonight and discuss horror movies from the 1970s and the 1980s. Okay, getting into QAnon, let's first talk about uh, what it is. And we're going to have chapters tonight. Uh, The first thing I noticed with QAnon is it's a basic good and it's sort of a religious setup. It's good and bad, heaven and hell, hell being the Democrats, uh, run by their biggest perpetrators, according to QAnon, Hillary Clinton, Barack Obama, the Rothschild family, George Soros, who is a, a very rich investor in democratic politics. Uh, he is Jewish. The Rothschild family is Jewish. Heavy emphasis on... I think most would call anti-Semitism in the QAnon movement. Um, 
they do believe that the left wing is a cabal of satanic, cannibalistic child molesters operating a global child sex trafficking ring head by Jewish people that are sending space lasers out from outer space to try to control people's brains in attempts to dominate the world by op- op- their operation of the banks. Of course, I think if you control the money, you control the world, and somehow Jews who are always on the downside of all of these conspiracy theories. Uh, and by the way, uh, Dirty Mouth, if the Jews are so powerful, why is there still a Palestine? Right. Why are they why are they still fighting for the Holy Land? How right. could they have not been wiped out by now? Yeah. The Jews rule everything, and they're all powerful, and they're all mighty. And yeah. I mean, it doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense. Uh, so, uh, a little bit of background. This comes from. We'll discuss. First of all, just the basic beliefs of QAnon that we're talking about right now. We'll get into the infestation of politics of QAnon. The connection to religion will be the third chapter. After that, we'll briefly talk about January 6th. And where do we go from here as far as uh, the crazy theories that started out with the Tea Party movement, moved on to Pizzagate, and now to QAnon? How crazy is it going to get from here? Can it get any crazier? I say yes. Um, let me see. So, dirty mouth. I mean, as far as just the basic belief, how crazy does that sound? That Democrats are not just an an opposite religion or an opposite political party with just different views from you. They have to be satanic. They have to be child molesters. They have to be cannibals. They have to have these ritualistic ceremonies where Hillary Clinton kills babies and bathes in their blood. I mean, what's going on with this? Right. Um... When I first heard about this, uh, I, well, I, so when I first heard about this, I'm like, obviously I thought it was crazy, but I, I, I'm more so kind of like dug further and thought, well, this is, this is more specific and just crazier. And I thought like, you know, I compare the conspiracy theories from the past, from the left in the seventies and eighties and nineties. Um, and, and, and you can, you could research these conspiracy theories and you find out they're actually, a lot of them are true. Um, this stuff is crazy because there's like no end and there's no proof of any of it. Um, you know, with conspiracy theories, anytime some fascist shit starts to, starts to pop off, um, first thing is, uh, you know, and this must be upsetting if you're Jewish because it's like you're you're trying to live your life, and then all of a sudden you start hearing all these you know anti-Semitic uh, terms thrown out there, and then they they start to fly, uh, and it's like um, you know it just it, it, every time it's like first thing you hear, oh no, it's the Jewish people, it's Jews, they control everything, and that's been around. That's one of the oldest. Uh, the oldest uh, conspiracy theories forever. I mean, you know, hundreds of years, maybe even further. Um, so that's that's the first thing that that's when you know shit's about to get crazy is when uh, there's all sorts of you know anti-Semitic uh, shit flowing around, um, and then uh, you know paranoia of uh, 
you know, uh, race baiting and, and paranoia of, you know, the other, which means like, you know, minorities or vulnerable groups of the society you live in, you know, groups of people. Uh, it's just, you know, I, 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 it's, uh, it, it, it's gone so far where I'm just, you know, the more crazy, I'm just used to it. And, but the problem is it's just infiltrated our society to the point where you're just like, you have to deal with in everyday life. You, now you have to include that to be part of what you're going to have to deal with because it's, I mean, Nuts. It almost seems uh, like uh, an insult to people's intelligence to even have right. to debate such a theory. I mean, there's some things like people talk about how scientists debate uh, people that try to say the Earth is 5,000 years old and right. uh, the evolutionists versus you know the opposite the opposite side of them. And the scientists are like, you know, we're tired of it. Like. Uh, this isn't an equal platform. We, we researched this ad nauseum, and, and even though it's not complete now, what the best evidence that has come up so far is anything with any proof is usually on the side of science, and why should we even debate this anymore? Why should we have to get on the stage of people that know nothing compared to people who actually have researched this? Right. Their whole lives. Uh, it's sort of, uh, there's certainly not an equal playing field. You made a great point about, you know, at one point, conspiracy theories had some relevance to them in our society. I mean, you can go back to <clears throat> the 1960s, but all the, it, back then, they were conspiracy theories that the CIA was involved in killing President Kennedy and Robert Kennedy, and mm -hmm. Martin Luther King, and Malcolm X, mm -hmm. and that the CIA was operating uh, under its own branch, mm -hmm. separate from the government, which, you know, we can do enough, we can do certainly an episode on the CIA. What I've researched is that because of the conspiracy theories that stemmed from the CIA uh, operating as its own branch of the government without getting clearance um, from the, from the, uh, from the president, basically, or from the uh, branches higher than them, mm -hmm. uh, the separation separations of power, uh, the fact that they were operating independently seriously eroded people's confidence in the CIA specifically and to our government, which has led to now people not believing anything. Um, so back then, it, it was, uh, you know, the CIA had to have its power stripped away bit by bit over administrations over time, whether it was Carter, Reagan, mm -hmm. uh, nipped away at the, the power that the CIA had to, uh, to operate independently, and so did, I believe, Clinton. Uh, and, and all of that was because, based off of conspiracy theories, originated as conspiracy theories, which probably had some truth to them. Um, the other thing is that people remember, and conspiracy theories were kind of looked at as a left-wing thing, mm. more than a right-wing thing, as far especially, I mean, 9-11, people think that the buildings did not come down based off of the planes hitting the building, the plane hitting the building on uh, uh, the first, he's talking about how far up the plane was when it hit, I mean, actually it was two, right? Was there two planes? Uh, you talking about been, this in New York, like the, the yeah? Hit. It's been so long. Yeah, I hate two. to say that I forget. There was two, mm -hmm. so there's two planes, and and it came down from the bottom, 
buildings came down from the bottom, people felt that it was, it was detonated from the bottom as if there was, they knew about, the government knew about the attack and they put dynamite in the bottom of the mm-hmm. building and just blew it up in an effort to pass the Patriot Act but to take away people's rights to be able to listen to our conversations mm-hmm. uh, and record them and get all kinds of information. I don't know. I mean, that's uh, the first, I took a look at that for a second. Um, what did you think about these conspiracy theories? Do you think there's well, teeth to them or no? Uh, I had, well, this is the thing uh, the, with back then, my cons, my, my concern or my, you know, the thing I questioned was like George Bush was the president of the time. He had low ratings um, there. You know, he wasn't doing anything. And the way I felt it would happen, the way I felt it happened, and this is my own theory. I never, you know, pushed, but it just seemed like it's like they, they were like behind it somehow. Or it was the effect of like, uh, you know, uh, it was the effect of the CIA and the U.S. you know government uh, being involved and intertwined with so many governments around the world, you know, uh, and overthrowing, you know, through uh, CIA and and patsies, uh, so many people around the world that like they could set something up or because it just seems like so, it just seems so crazy. Um, but it's like, but this, it, it also seemed to me like, well, this could be something that the CIA, CIA might've done, you know? And it's like, they have operatives all over. I mean, there's tons of operatives from different countries that are of quote unquote our interest. And so it kind of, you know, it made a little more sense. And then you can go and you can find out the truth about that. That's the, that's my point. But yeah, I mean, I, the, the whole thing with the dynamites and all that, I just found it was suspicious that um it happened and i felt that you know it was it was uh you know i thought bush was like trying to in cheney were trying to do it um to you know start a war and then to boost the morale and you know to 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 put uh to to give bush like more of a like uh the impression that you know he was a leader and then you could you could see him be a leader through uh uh, a war because like uh, you know through past examples you know that's been a way to distract people and to uh you know for a president to show what they have you know what their balls you know if they have balls or not to 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 be a leader you know it's like it's how do i how do i show i'm, I'm a leader you know so yeah i i you know i have my own theories but it wasn't like it wasn't like, you know, I took it to a next level and shit. It's it's like I had my own suspicions and then everybody had these suspicions. Uh, you know, it wasn't just, uh, you know, everybody I was around with, everybody, I, a lot of people I work with or you just hear stuff because it just seems so, it just seems so like crazy, the timing of this. And, you know, this guy was hated. This guy was, this guy was booed when he was walking down and when he was inaugurated, he was booed uh, Bush and his wife when he was walking in the limo and all that. And so I thought, you know, I thought he just used his dad's uh, CIA powers to create some kind of something to scare people. Um, so, yeah. I, yeah, as it turns out, actually, it was more Cheney running things in that administration. And Bush was sort of a side passenger. And it all 
came together at the very end when I think Cheney wanted Bush to pardon Scooter. Was it Scooter Libby? Yeah. It was somebody that outed a CIA operative who was in another country. He outed him just because he was against the war, mm-hmm. and he was on the left side of things. Well, um, it looked in the person that he outed was certainly in danger of being assassinated at that point. Mm-hmm. Um, that is certainly something that uh, you know Bush. It seemed kind of got his groupings at the very end and stopped doing everything that Cheney said. They actually ended their the administration not liking each other, not speaking to each other, not being friends. Hmm. Um, okay, uh, the other thing, too, is that one thing about the conspiracy theories is that I always noticed that the right side seems to only believe in conspiracy theories when the other side is in power. Right. As if it's only the left side that's involved in conspiracies because, you know, when, when Clinton was in office, there was plenty of conspiracies revolving around him and his wife mm-hmm. and, yeah. uh, their money-making tactics uh, about Whitewater uh, was a real estate property I guess they made a lot of money off of some people think there was some illegality to that there was a staffer that was killed that some people think it's because she was about to go she was a sheer he I can't even remember was about to go public with an affair that Clinton had with a 16-year-old girl that got pregnant. Uh, and the difference is, is that, I mean, I believe, as a liberal, and I was very young back then, I was barely a voting age, but, I mean, I did kind of believe it from both sides. And the anti-government thing always seemed to be on the left side as far as being, because let's face it, the government has mostly been controlled by big business and always tried to squash the hippie movement, mm-hmm. uh, the deaths in Kent State, um, the Nixon and his black book of, of leftist people that he wanted kicked out of the country, John Lennon, just because he was singing songs called Power to the People and mm-hmm. uh, trying to make people aware of the Vietnam War that was started on a lie and what it was doing there. Then all of a sudden, the, what is what I think? Uh, I think that, and some of this has come from our intel, that a lot of the negative propaganda about our government recently has been coming from other countries, most specifically either China or Russia, mm-hmm. have been using online bots to spread falsified information, which we're putting on blast tonight, about things that you can't even, what are they based on? Where is the proof? <laughs> As you said, I mean, wh- where is the thread of evidence of where it starts? There's none. And all it is basically is the left wing had these conspiracy theories that were based in some, uh, there's some sort of thread of truth you could find to try to unravel, whereas the writer just clinging to this theory of just being, as if they're being victimized. And if they look upwards, they're being victimized by their own leaders. They're just too stupid to realize it, in my opinion, which leads us into our next topic about how QAnon has infested politics. Um, Jerry Mal, if you are aware of, we all are, anybody that pays any attention to politics, the nutty, crazy, crazy, wacky antics of Marjorie Taylor Greene. Probably the craziest, I mean, I've heard of, there's a politician on the right side that was supposedly dabbled in witchcraft during the Tea Party. Oh, yeah. Um, Bachman? I think um, her or Naomi 
something. I forget her name. She was on Bill Maher's show a few times. Uh, Parkman had her own issues going on. But, I mean, back then she had to stop running uh, or bow out because, oh, my God, you were involved in witchcraft. What the fuck is QAnon? Right. If it's not witchcraft, I haven't heard any, any crazier forms of witchcraft than pointing the finger at the left side and saying they're sacrificing babies and running pedophilia, uh, pedophile rings uh, globally without any proof. Um, what do you think about Marjorie Taylor Greene? She's just, um, she's just bought into it so hard, and, and she's ridiculous. I, she, um, she's crazy. Uh, she has no policies except that gay people are bad, trans people are bad, uh, black people whine, uh, liberals are horrible. Um, you know, shoot everything, kill every, kill, kill everything. Shoot, um, shoot. It's all just that. I mean, Jewish space lasers. Um, I mean, it's just it goes on and on. And uh, she she just comes off like a just comes off like a an ignorant country girl. Like she just uh, she's like a stereotype. You know, it's like uh, she's from Georgia. You know, she's a devout Christian or Christo-fascist, and she wants our country to be run like that. Um, and she just, she's dangerous. I mean, she's, she's goofy, and she's she's really dumb. Like, she's really stupid. Um, but it's, she's also really dangerous because uh, she's been, uh, she's been uh, es- um, elevated within the, uh, in, within this, you know, the Senate. So I just, um, she's fucking nuts, man. I just, I, after she got involved, cause she, she got turned out by QAnon, um, pretty early and was pretty, you know, and it's the, and the thing is she didn't even hide anything. She went in the public office and didn't hide any of her history or even make an attempt to, you know, to at least come off somewhat like you know somewhat knowledgeable of anything doesn't know anything about government she doesn't know anything about history she's just a crystal fascist redneck creep and uh she's contributing you know to the uh to the downfall of this country so i think she's yeah if i think we've all seen footage of her berating other members of the senate on the steps uh leading up to the uh to the building, whatever building they're going into, conduct their Senate hearings, um, and victims of uh, mass shootings. If it's the parents that are coming because their child was shot, she's calling them a liar. And right. how dare you try to uh, use this political? She's accusing them of their child dying to use it politically to perpetrate gun control. Yeah. Uh, well, Jesus Christ, I mean, what other point in time, who would have more say-so? I, know, I understand that that's if your child died, it's an individual case, it's a testimonial as opposed to any kind of a mass study of what's good or bad, but who would have the balls to go up to somebody that lost their child in a mass shooting and either try to say it was fake or that they're using it politically to try to gain, yeah, like maybe... Of course, if, if if I had a child that died in a mass shooting, God forbid anything ever if that happened, I mean, of course I'd be 
on the steps of Congress saying we need gun control. Look, look, this is and we're becoming this is becoming normalized uh, these, these gun shootings and stuff. Uh, so I don't want to get too much into that topic, but um, she is uh, every couple of weeks we see her screaming and shouting with somebody making a fool of herself, uh, making a fool of herself at the State of the Union address by President Biden, standing up and yelling and screaming and calling him a liar as if she's in the second grade. She really comes up as the ultimate political Karen, as somewhat like a, a middle-aged, upset, miserable white woman who just hates everything, hates everyone of color, hates poor people. Um, uh, the gun is her god, uh, besides Donald Trump. Yeah, have you seen that, that footage of her walking out and giving a speech? Besides the fact that, sorry, real quick, she's showed up with the, these crazy... Um, anti-Semites that, that love Hitler, that would do praise Hitler. Yeah, she was... And she'll, she'll give them, she'll let them speak at her uh, rallies, or she'll show up to their rallies. Yeah, and yeah. She, say, hey, vote for me, and me and him and this guy, hey, vote for me. She was, uh, she's been, uh, she's had Milo Annopoulos, uh, you know, she had that guy uh, involved with her uh, so that you have the Breitbart fascist section. Then she has Nick Fuentes, who's like a devout white nationalist. Uh, he's, she spoke with him at a, you know, at a lot of white nationalist events. Um, and, and, and it's crazy because it's like, what kills me is like, these people don't even admit to what they really are. And it's like, if you're really, yeah, if, you, if you're a real like fascist, I mean, you say everything, and then you turn around and like deny it and like get offended and it's like I, I don't get it. Like you you be proud of who you are and fucking if you're that way, at least be honest about it. Like I don't support it, but I have much more res you know, somewhat respect for you if you're just honest an honest douchebag instead of trying to be like, Well, I'm not I'm not racist, but I think that like, you know, Jewish people this or black people wine or whatever um, she's just, she's horrible. And yeah, she's just, uh, you know, it's like, I don't listen to what she says. I look at her actions and I mean, she was, she was chasing David Hogg, uh, a survival of, uh, the Stoneman Douglas shooting. Um, yes. and the, you know, that poor kid at the time he was, you know, now I think he's 21, but you know, at the time he was like just a teenager trying to do the right thing. Cause he, he, you know, he's fucking, he's trying to change things. And she's sitting there following him, and it's like so creepy. Or AOC when she had her redneck buddies walk around, you know, uh, looking for AOC and you know, screaming in her mail slot, and just creepy, weird shit. And it's like, you know, like what are you doing? You get paid to go fucking hang out and harass people and make up shit. And she does. That's what they sent her there for. She's just uh, 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 what's that called? An agent of chaos or whatever. She's just an idiot, you know. It's just yeah, just looking to stir up a bunch of hate. And, yeah, uh, yeah. You, you made a great point about when will the right hold their leaders accountable? When will they take a look at what they say versus what they do mm -hmm. and say, "Wait, these two things don't add up." When Trump says something like. You know, at that uh, KKK rally, and I think it was uh, Carolina or someplace. Oh, Charlottesville? Yeah, Confederate statues, yeah. and then protesters showed up. 
And then there's the KKK versus peaceful demonstrators who one of them died because a member on the other side drove their car into, into a group yep. of people, hoping to kill people, successfully killed one people, one person. And Trump says, oh, there's good people on both sides. Right. And then you, you call him out for him, uh, for it. You say, hey, why did you say there's good people on both sides? I didn't say that. That's a lie. Yeah. When the hell are the people on the right going to say, Jesus, Donald Trump? I, if you actually did believe that, if you believe, like, hey, I'm glad some, somebody died. I'm glad our people are, are making people scared and in threats of violence. How would you have any respect for somebody that went back on their word and, and, and said, I believe this wholly, or, and, and gave a speech about it, and then a question about it said, I don't believe that. Yeah, it's that whole cool thing. How would you not, yeah, how would you believe that? It, can you imagine if, if uh, Obama came out and said, I believe in, in trans rights, and then came out and said, <laughs> and said I'm going to ban gay marriage? I was, <laughs> it was a little bad example because it took Obama a few minutes to get on board with gay marriage. <laughs> I'm sorry about that, but uh, something you campaign for or something that you're very strident about or ardent about, and then you come back later and say, no, I never said I was, I was for that. Yeah. Uh, and I know that people can change their mind, but literally he will deny that he made those statements, and you can easily just go back and play the footage or the audio of, uh, of it and hear him specifically say, uh, yeah, there was good people on both sides. Um, so anyway, I, I really don't get it. Uh, besides Taylor Green, there's a few other. She's the most prominent member that's in Congress. She has had to be removed from Senate hearings uh, because she can't even get along with her own people. I mean, she went after another dumb dumb in, in Senate, uh, Lauren Boebert. I mean, if there's somebody that's dumber than Marjorie Taylor Green, it would have to be Lauren Boebert. Oh my God. Um, who yeah. they, who used to be a, I guess the. Yeah, I, I am all for if you are a uh, like Sex an escort. Worker. Yeah, yeah, worker. Mm-hmm. Uh, no disrespect. Um, she gives them a bad name. She does. So it's not a sex worker. I'm saying that she used to do that, and uh, mm-hmm. I'm sorry, she never graduated from high school, and and it's amazing how little qualifications there are. Either to being, I mean, even for being president, I think the one rule is you have to have lived here since you were 21, and you have to, or you have to be born here. Yeah, be born here, and man. you have to, uh, you have to be 35 years old. Yes, and I, I'm not sure how many more qualifications are other than that. I mean, even to work at McDonald's or something like that, most of them like a high school degree. There's plenty of jobs where. You have to at least pass some sort of uh, educational qualifications to to get into a job somewhere. And it seems like in politics, these idiots just come through. I mean, how, how are they getting elected? Can we ask that question? Who the hell is electing? Is it? Are they pretty? I mean, they don't look that pretty. To, I don't know. What is it? How are these people getting elected? Uh, it's it's, uh, the, voters, it's, right? it's, it's the voters and they want that. So you got to, you know, George Carlin mentioned this one time. He's like, you know, I don't, I'm not going to blame politicians. I blame the people because they vote yeah, these idiots point. in there. And, you know, and I, was, I thought about it, well, that's true because these people wouldn't even, yeah. you know, if they didn't have the attention of like, you know, the, the trashiest of the trash, you know. And when I say that, I, I'm not necessarily talking about people who are poor. I'm just talking about like people who are just really trashy. Uh, they could be rich or poor, and there's a lot of those, you know, a lot of rich people within the fascist movement. But it's just, you know, it's just, 
it's just it's big money and uh it's like this new thing and you know it's let's not forget that like these two women also uh own businesses and they're shitty business you know they're shitty business people as well um lauren bolbert uh was in trouble for her her business got shut down because of health food violations Marjorie Taylor Greene, um, I don't know exactly what she was doing uh, for a job, but she had to get PPE money and, and then complains about student debt. You know, loan, she got loan and it just, yeah, they're ridiculous. Uh, Lauren Bulver, it's like another, like, you have horse face Marjorie Taylor Greene who's just like, and it, you know, it doesn't help. For so you know, it's like she makes southern people like white. What did she say? She just said, gang, 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 gang. you know, she doesn't. I don't use words like she just. I don't really listen to her, but she just, you know, she just, uh, she just. It all melts together. It all melts together. But she makes southern white people look like the stereotype. Like she just, and it just makes it worse because not everybody in the south is white. Is a is a redneck who's inbred and all that other shit. But she like. She like took, you know, she takes that stereotype and she pushed it to prominence and in politics. And Lauren Boebert's like the other side of it, but from Colorado and, you know, in a place called Shooters, because she's really about guns and the NRA. And it's like, you know, wearing AR-15 pins after a mass shooting. And it's just like, you know, it, it's weird because Lauren Boebert reminds me of Sarah Palin. Uh, but like, but like half of, but like half as intelligent as Sarah Palin. It's like weird. Like it's, I didn't think there was anybody worse than Sarah Palin. And then she comes along and then, and I believe, and people listeners can look it up for themselves, but I believe that, uh, Ted Cruz got her, gave her the idea of going into politics. Um, it's, but they're all shit, you know. Um, they're all hypocrites. You know, those two are super hypocrites. I mean, her, her husband beats the shit out of her son, um, and shames him. And the kid calls the cops on her dad because like he's beating him, the son. Um, you know, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene, she had a, a self-help boyfriend or whatever. And he, you know, she, she talks about drag shows and, and trans people, but then you find out her new boyfriend was in drag like a couple years ago, and it's just like these people are crazy. They talk so much shit, but then they do the thing that they they talk shit about. You know, it's like it's it's like there's no authenticity or, or legitimate legitimacy at all. No truth. I mean, it's right. like they project. Uh, we're in the era of projection. So great point. I mean, it, and how many the, the politicians that push the most for? Uh, we have to ban video games, we have to ban movies, we have to ban musicians and music. And right. These are the people pushing for family values. Meanwhile, they've been divorced four times, they're deadbeat dads, uh, they have family members that they cut out because they're lesbian or gay. Yes, Newt Gingrich, I'm, I'm talking about you. Uh, I know, you know, Marjorie Taylor Greene uh, got divorced recently. Um, it's one of those things where if you didn't point the finger so much and spout bullshit so heavily, then, you know, I would technically want to support someone who got divorced and, and put your hand out and say, geez, I'm sorry that happened. Mm -hmm. But, it, you know, if you're a creep like that and all you do is condemn and point your finger at other people, 
then we're going to look at you and say, oh, take a look at your own life. Right. Take a look at your own family. Uh, how successful are you doing it? And mm-hmm. who are you to, to point your finger at other people? Um, one connection we found to go into our third topic between the QAnon movement is the evangelical white sector of society, the religious sector, mm-hmm. we're going to go into next. I mentioned in when I semi-defined QAnon earlier in the episode, they had their version of hell, which are the Democrats and Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Hillary Clinton, Jewish people, Barack Obama, black people, gay people, whatever. And their version of heaven, their savior on the in the QAnon movement on the right-hand side is someone who's so much like Jesus Christ. What a, what a coincidence. Donald J. Trump, yeah. the savior of humanity, the person that is stopping all of this trafficking of, of young people, um, stopping the worshiping of Satan. He doesn't, the only thing he worships is himself. Mm-hmm. And that's the funny thing about religious people tying their, their beliefs to him, who is basically the opposite of Jesus Christ. But we found out that just a few statistics religiously, uh, or excuse me, as far as percentages of QAnon members, the estimates, it depends on the study. I mean, the last one I saw was Pew Research Center did a study where nearly 50% of QAnon members did identify as evangelical Christians. You said 50? Close to 50, yeah. Okay. It's, at least, it's between 40 and 50, depending on the study uh, that you see. Um, and actually, it was a Billy Graham, an evangelical pastor from the Billy Graham Center who quoted, who was quoted saying, QAnon is running on the tracks that religion already put in place. Huh. Uh, now, I can certainly see some comparisons because who has the evangelical movement as far as pastors is evangelical evangelists, evangelists. Con man, Joel, Joel Osteen, people that got into religion for to make money. Right. Suckers, they want to make money off of the ultimate con man. The ultimate uh, best scripter is Donald Trump. He is very much like a evangelical leader. Uh, so I think it's a coincidental that that he's their savior. Uh, it's perfect because it doesn't make any sense. Like that's the perfect thing. Um, I mean, it's like. It's you know they they claim well, he's the he's the tool of God and you know and they tolerate so much of that but yeah it just it doesn't sorry whew, it doesn't have to make sense um, right right um, it doesn't have to make sense um, that's the whole thing I just come to realize that it's like you can come with a logical argument and this and that but they don't they don't give a shit like they're just they're they're beyond like uh reasoning with and you know like i said i don't i don't fucking i wouldn't do that like i wouldn't even begin to do that with with these people like um you know when you when you learn about how they uh they get infiltrated it's just like it's it's a it, you have to approach it differently and um you, you got to read up on you know psychological warfare and and manipulation and mind you know mind control uh because it's just it's it's uh you can't even they they they'll if they they start arguing and and and, uh a lot of these people 
and what comes out of their mouth makes no sense. And then they have this like weird elitist attitude where, well, I know and you don't, and I'm the, you know, I mean, it's, it's all, you know, it's like just, it's all a, a big, uh, Alex Jones kind of like scene where you just, they, they just make up crazy shit and talk so much and yeah, it's fucking full shit. by their own leaders. They're being victimized by Donald Trump. You want to know why? Because religious people, not all, I'm talking about sticking to the correlation of QAnon to religion. Mm -hmm. But if you believe such a theory, you are, you are a mark. You are an easy mark. And this, this leads me to back to how other countries are able to take, especially Putin, are able to take a look at our culture and say, look at this sect of people that are weak of mind, mm -hmm. un unintelligent, uneducated, angry, and really are looking for people to hate more than people to love. Right. And that's why they're, they're an easy mark for, for ridiculous conspiracy theories that don't make any sense. That's why they're a mark for even, uh, evangelical, evangelical, evangelical preachers, excuse me. Mm -hmm. That's why they're a mark for, for Donald Trump. That's why they're a mark for the Republican Party. They are being used to to further basically the, the operations of you know, mostly rich people. Mm -hmm. uh, just, you know, pay attention more to the black and white issue rather than the fact that the country is, is the middle class is being gouged and we're stealing all your money. Mm -hmm. now, don't pay attention to, pay attention more to the a gay marriage and, and gay rights. Pay attention more to Black Lives Matter. Uh, pay attention to the fact. Oh, they didn't say they didn't say White Lives Matter, do they? It's always trying to take people's uh, central focus off of who's really screwing them. Right. And it reminds me of a of a Green Day song about you, know, you better know your enemy uh, if you're going to try to fight it. How can you fight your enemy if you're just blindly taking a sword with a uh, with a cloth over your eyes and you're being blinded and you're just swinging at anybody that will hit. Yeah. Uh, it makes no sense. So as far as this uh, playing playing the victim part, it's just so, uh, so sad that there's so many people and 75 million people voted for Trump mm. that there's people that will believe that he's the savior. People that will believe that he has their, he has their best uh, he has them in mind as far as, yeah, he, he's looking out for them. And it's, you know, we're also talking about a common theme of evangelicals is they tend to believe people like Donald, they believe the liars and the grifters more than the people that are actually looking to the truth that are researching to find the truth, like science. I understand that the U.S. media is rightfully taking a step back as far as beliefs, as far as a belief system. People believe less in the U.S. media than they used to uh, because of a bunch of lies, and yeah. they've lied about a lot of things, and they've played, helped maybe tr 
probably play the cover-up game with the government and, hey, look over here, don't look at the real uh, problem. Um, the coincidence, though, in the, in the situation is that it's mostly you know, Fox News and, and the news programs on the right that are really not giving you the news. They're just giving their opinions and skewing it in a way to better help their own their ratings, uh, their own backers, and their own ratings, and their own the people that own their businesses, mm-hmm. um, and making sure that uh, whatever it is that they're invested in, it doesn't hurt their investments. Right, it's all about that, and uh, you have uh, a lot of people push the a lot of these conspiracy theories on Fox, and you know they really they only did that because they were probably told to. Or like encouraged to to please the base. Like there's another a- aspect of it is um, it's the int- intimidation by uh, the you know QAnon people and also or just Donald Trump uh, fans in general. And it's just uh, it's scary because they're very reactionary. Um, once I learned about this shit, I you know I watched the um, the documentary on. I watched two documentaries, but one I watched on HBO and, uh, you know, it's like, I, I'm not too, you know, I'm not scared of monsters. I don't, I don't believe in ghosts. I'm not, you know, I'm an atheist. So I don't, you know, believe in a higher power and all that shit. Uh, but the thing that scares me the most right now is, is like the dark web and QAnon. Cause it's all in it. You know, that's what people use the dark web for who go on QAnon is cause it's all, part of 4chan, 8chan, or wherever the hell you know, all those websites are called, but it's it's scary because, like, there's always a factor of, like, you know, it's a believable person, there's always some person who's a veteran or a former CIA um, and all these other, uh, like, kind of darker, uh, nefarious uh, organizations, you know, and it's like, they know how to to play games and, uh, with people and manipulate them. And, you know, and it's just, it, it's, it's just scary. And it, you know, I, I felt, I, it just, it, it just, it just blows me away. Uh, you know, how, how much of this is out there and how much of it is affecting our society. So. Yeah. Another connection between, uh, religion and QAnon <clears throat> moving on to another section is, failed attempts to predict future events. Every time. Uh, we know that the evangelical uh, pastors, Billy Graham, Earl Roberts, Pat Robertson, to name a few, have often falsely, uh, have often miscalculated, oh, the world is going to end on December 1st, 1974, mm-hmm. because of this passage of the Bible. And then that doesn't happen, and then they pick another date of some future event. And, mm-hmm. and I don't know what the reasoning is for that, if that is, are they doing some sort of, you might as well give to the church now to make sure you get into heaven? Is, is that what it is? Yeah. Uh, I don't know why. Yeah, I don't know if there's, like, fun, if they do fundraisers before that happened. But anyway, if we remember QAnon, there was constantly these theories of Donald Trump's going to get back into office on this date. Because evidence is going to come out. And by the way, did you hear that he already canceled his press conference where he was going to present irrefutable evidence that uh, the Georgia election? Yeah, he he already canceled that. Yeah. So, so much for his truth event where he's going to prove (laughs) there 
there's no kid that Georgia has no case, even though it's been two and a half years right. uh, since he had them try to find nearly 12,000 votes to illegally overturn the election. So, yeah, there, there's been many failed attempts by both religious uh, groups and QAnon followers mm-hmm. to predict these events that, and how could you talk about making yourself look stupid? I mean, seriously, that, dude. That's just. That is a recipe for disaster if you're going to try to say this is going to happen in the future, and then it doesn't. And then you know what? What kills me is that the next, if you're Pat Robertson and you say on November 1st, 1978, the world's going to end, on November 2nd, who the fuck is going to your sermon? Who the hell is still thinking that you have any sort of uh, premonitional gifts whatsoever? What the hell? It's, uh, you know, it's, um, it's, it's like the same, it's like, it's like the same thing with people who are religious, you know, they believe, you know, they call out, uh, the apocalypse and there's so many times over history where people thought that, you know, this time it was going to be the apocalypse and the next time, you know, in the sixties, they thought, you know, Vietnam and everything going on that dev the apocalypse and, you know, Christians are freaking out in the 80s. Uh, there would be an apocalypse there. I mean, it just goes on. You know, they thought of Barack Obama was like the Antichrist, and that was going to be the apocalypse. And, you know, it's just it's just crazy. And it, it's like they just have so much hope and belief. And it's just, uh, it, it's, it's ridiculous. And you, you would think after so many failed announcements. And so, I mean, the, the one with the JFK Jr. thing, or was it JFK and June, JFK Jr. or J? Anyway, like he's gonna come back and and what if what the fuck? Why would he? And what 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 does that have to do with them? And um, it's just you know the they just look like fools and like fools and tools, man. It's just uh, you know they get manipulated and you know you, you hear you hear this cry like we well, don't you know we don't get respect like nobody cares about the working class, nobody cares about white people. It's all the and then they, you know, then they show what they have. And I'm not generalizing all white people, but these people specifically, and there is an element of, of racism to it because a lot of people are white. Um, and, you know, it, they never come up with some shit. And this, this is why I want to go back and say, like, back in the day, all the conspiracy theories from back in, you know, from the past, you can almost go back and you can go through all of them and find, a, you know, a thread of truth to them. Uh, maybe the moon landing one is ridiculous, but putting chips and chips in people, that shit's real. Like that, that happened, you know, then starting the nineties, uh, um, you know, the CIA is behind everything. Bingo. You know, like there's a basis behind these conspiracy theories because people started to come up, you know, started to look at things and how they really were. And with the help, I think of the civil rights movement and the hippie movement, the yippie movement and drugs, uh, I I think that you know you could you you found a lot of this and you're able to clearly uh, come you know come up and figure you know figure things out. But this shit it's like an endless. There's never an ending. There's never an ending. And like you think you would feel like a fucking fool and an idiot because a lot of these people take it to the next fucking level. Um, you just you, you know and it's like you know you have people whose families like I mean there's families have been separated because of Trump. Now you have this shit, 
and it goes through, and they, you know, you have, like, I've seen reports where kids will complain because it's a lot of middle-aged people, right? And kids will complain, like people's children, will complain that, you know, that their parents are gone and it, and it fucking hurts because after a while it's not funny anymore where it's like you miss your mom and dad, but they're so, they're so, they're so far gone. It's like, it just makes, uh, it, it, it makes paranoid, you know, it makes paranoid people from back in the day look pretty sane because they just, they're fucking nuts. And it's like embarrassing because like, we're middle-aged dudes. And it's like, when you see these people who are supposed to be our, uh, uh, you know, in our, our uh, in our age group, and then, and it's like they completely just f- fuck over their family and their relatives and shit. Um, it's it's sad. I mean, I have a you know, I have an uncle, and uh, I don't know if he's in the queue, but he's got he believes a lot of conspiracy theories because he sits online and starts sucking all this shit up, and it's just it's fucking nuts, man, and and it's it, it's heartbreaking, you know. It really ruins your fucking family, you know. And, yeah, it certainly has. It reminds me of the Civil War back in the day. Of uh, if you had people that were one state away, families or something like that. Well, I'm fighting for the South, right? Or even within the same household, I'm mm-hmm. fighting for the South. Mm-hmm. I'm fighting for the North. And uh, that could be a, a topic to go off on in the future because are we far off from a type of a civil war? Are we already involved in a type of civil war? Um, anyway. Like yeah, that's, that's a, a topic for the future. Now, let, let me go back to something you said. Are you saying that the the moon landing was bullshit? Or are you saying that the conspiracy theory that the moon landing was done in a Hollywood studio is bullshit? No, I think it was, I think, it, and there's a movie about it, but there, you know, it it's one, that's one of those conspiracy theories that are fucking whack. Um, I do believe, you know, that, you know, people have landed on the moon and all I totally believe that. Uh, but the, you believe that they did land on the moon? Yeah, yeah. I believe you know. I believe that. I believe the Russians did too. Um, I you know. It's just um, it's the the part where you know there's a film studio that uh, that's you know started you know creating shit and propaganda, and I believe that too. Like I think there can be two things. Uh, yeah. Did did Russia Russia did get there? You know, when Recent, they got there? You, you talking about recently? No, like back in the day. They were the first, I thought. No, America was, that was the whole thing in 1960. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Eight or 69 is that you were the first yeah, one to get there. Yeah, yeah. Um, right. The cosmonauts uh, did not know. It was years. In fact, I think that's part of the conspiracy theory is how long it took for anybody to quote unquote get back there. That's why people thought, like, wait a minute. If China, because China was working on it, and I think it was maybe in the 2000s that they said, it, maybe in the 2020s we'll have the technology to finally get there. That's why people said, wait a minute, okay, if China is still 20 years away from getting there, how the hell did we get there 40 years before that with inferior? I mean, they're talking about how inferior the technology we had oh, yeah. back then. Anybody that looks at old computer systems. Mm-hmm. Um, and not, not to mention the, the parts, the metals, the, if it could absorb, uh, the, the change in air, if you go through the, the cosmos getting to the moon. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, I, I'm not really steeped in enough knowledge to know the difference of the moon and the, and Mars, because I believe we've, 
hasn't X been to Mars? No. Have they been uh, there yet? No. Uh, NASA, I believe, sent. You know, they sent a they sent a probe, and then they they have like there's a vehicle. Uh, Mars, the Mars rover is just hanging out there, sending back pictures. You know, and all that. But right. no, nobody. SpaceX yeah. hasn't done shit. They've they've actually okay. been accused of uh, their ships have been accused of uh, interfering with the uh, the uh, ozone layer and like putting holes in the ozone layer. So no. All right. Well, I know that as of the 1990s, I remember I did a little project on it. Nobody had been back to the moon by then in the 90s, and that was like maybe 30 years after the original landing. So right. that's it's kind of suspicious that we. We got there once, and then no, nobody ever. I mean, we couldn't even get off the ground for years and years. I remember the space shuttle disaster with Christy. What's her name back in the eighties? Mm-hmm. Uh, sorry to to her and her family. Any of else that was involved with it, I can't remember their names. Christy McCullough or something. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I mean, there's there's they, so many times that they tried to go up into space that they couldn't even. They crashed before they even got off the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway. Um, you know, moving on to uh, the next topic here, uh, we're going to cover, just briefly go through QAnon connection to January 6th, and then what is going to be the next incarnation of that movement. You know, 20 years ago, I graduated uh, college almost 20 years ago, and my U.S. diplomatic history professor was a really smart guy. It was a great course. I learned a lot. We were talking about... Um, a different saying, what's the greatest thre- threat to our country? What's the greatest threat to our freedom? Is it an outside country? Is, uh, is it within our own country? And he made a statement that upset some of the class who was religious. He said, you know, I think that the radical religious right movement is the greatest threat to our, to our democracy. Mm-hmm. Uh, when you talk about them trying to do away with, um, church versus state. Mm-hmm. Uh, this was founded, the country was founded on the freedom of religion and religious beliefs, and the fact that those religious beliefs should not supersede the general rules of law that we have. Mm-hmm. Uh, and for people to say, like, you know, oh, they're one and the same, well, no, 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 no. Okay, you know, if you take the, the Ten Commandments, there's, there's no rape in there, there's no torture, it's really just death, and then don't ever look at another god besides me. Mm-hmm. Which seems like seems like Donald Trump wrote that. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I mean, if you look at, uh, you don't need the Bible to tell you that murder is not not a good thing. So I mean, um, it, yeah. yeah, we definitely need the, the separation of church and state. Uh, and let me see what else. Sorry, I'm. Let, let's let's go. I, that's all really all I have to say about that. Let's go into um, DM connections you see between January 6th and the QAnon movement? Oh, they were all over it. I mean, they're, you know, they're seeped deep in that shit. It was like those freaks, the QAnon freaks, veterans, uh, current serving uh, military, uh, FBI agents, um, you know, you had law enforcement, retired, and currently active. You had, you know, Wealthy uh, business owners, you know, some that flew up on a private jet like that one white chick who bragged about fucking going to prison and, you know, or that she wasn't going to go to prison and then she went to prison. Uh, I mean, it's just, you know, you, 
it's crazy. You have the QAnon shaman. Um, yeah, it was just, it was seeped. It was all intertwined, you know. It was either Confederate flags, swastikas, um, and then the Viking shit, and then QAnon. That's, uh, and Trump flag. That's all you see waving around. And you know, oh, all what, the, what are you talking about? It was all Antifa disguised right, as right. Trump members. <laughs> yeah, because that's always been a history of Antifa. Right. But, but um, yeah, man, it's it was um, you know, it it wasn't unbelievable. I just uh, I I believed it, but I just also was like, I just um, I don't know how to explain it. Like, it was just uh, it was a crazy moment, and then it just really pissed me off. And I got really frustrated because, you know, the cops didn't do anything. They were trying to prevent and do everything, you know, prevent all that. But then, you know, was it like weeks before you had Trump take the military, push a bunch of protesters out so we could like oddly wave a book and do a press conference, you know, do a press PR yeah, the Bible. show. That was the Bible, you know. And but it was so it was so odd and like you know you had the military and the cops just beating the shit out of protesters, uh, spread, blasting them with mace and all this shit. Um, but they they couldn't you know they they couldn't keep the the QAnon or the uh, the terrorists back from invading the capital. And it's just like uh, you know after so many years you hear about people were people are going to invade this country and you better be ready and this and that. And it was like well who invaded this country? But well, guess what? Not since 9-11 has anybody invaded this country, but guess who did? Fucking, you know, law enforcement, military, and other uh, people who work for the government, and, you know, wealthy people, and some poor people. But for the yeah. most part, it's just, it was so ridiculous, And but QAnon was seeped, like, it was embedded right in there, and that was part of the thing. The people started, the Watkins, you know, son and father were there. Uh, you know, the people who contributed to QAnon were there, and that was their big lead-up, and that was supposed to be the big thing, and, and there were supposed to be people, uh, all the Democrats and all the, you know, the villains that they portray people as were supposed to be arrested, and, and all this big show, and Trump was going to be reinstated. I mean, it was a QAnon, uh, it was a QAnon event. I mean, if you break it down, you have Roger Stone, uh, the the trickster, uh, he's, you know, he's part of it. And, you know, you'll see, uh, I just saw a picture of Mike Pence with two SWAT officers and one of the dude had a Q patch on his vest. So it's like, right, it's, I saw that. it's so infiltrated, man. And, and, you know, it's just very frustrating. Cause I was like, if these protesters, if these, well, I'm not gonna call them protesters, but if these people were, if they were fucking Antifa or black lives matter, any of that shit, there would have been blood splattered all over they would there would have been there would have been a, a small uh murder scene you know i just you know because i'm thinking like man they yeah they would have bombed them out they're like you know they, and then even when you see in the hearings like what do you, we didn't want to kill anybody it's like yeah motherfucker you had no problem before but now yeah yeah real quick just interrupt you for a second now a little fact check it wasn't the military was not refused to get involved in removing the protesters from, uh, I don't know if that was the Capitol building or the White House, right. before Trump went across the street to a church and held up the Bible upside down and cannot yeah. quote one verse in the Bible. Uh, I think it was General Milley who said, we refused to use, to let him use the military to uh, unlawfully to remove right. 
protesters who are illegally pro, that's a legal right of U.S. citizens. And he says, I will not let Trump. That's why Trump goes off on Millie. Yeah. Technically, the, and the police wasn't used either. The only people that said okay were reserves, I believe, from the National Guard is who he used. Are you talking about with the protests for the... With the protesters. That's why you saw this one, like, real round, fat piece of shit with a gun going up to members of the media and just cracking them in the head right. with, like, a, right. uh, a baton or something like that. Like, get out of our way. Like, did you, like a big tough guy. Did you see that footage, though, of, like, they took a Blackhawk, they had it hover over, and then they, they would, like, angle... The chopper would angle a certain way, so it would like blast wind and affect all the ah. protest protesters. Yeah. It was like that shit. But yeah, there were a lot of generals uh, who were, who were, uh, they were actually, I was really surprised at that as I thought they'd be all about it, but they're, they were fucking like, they were freaking out. Like, you know, this is wrong. And then you'd hear protest, you'd hear, you hear soldiers uh, who would, you know, wouldn't, I don't think they'd show their faces, but they were like, you know, when they saw that, like, some of the soldiers that were, like, used that were lined up, um, they were, like, they were upset because they would see family members in the crowd protesting. And it's just like, I'm supposed to be, you know, a soldier for the, you know, for the United States, uh, you know, for this country, and I'm the one that's being the oppressor. You know, I'm the one that's, like, the tool used by this fascist to oppress protesters, and that's the shit that, like, um, that's what they do in other countries over now. We're China, doing it. Yeah. China and, yeah. and, you know, Egypt and all those places. But yeah, man, it's, uh, that day was, uh, I don't know, man. I, you know, I thought, I thought, you know, I thought, uh, September 11th was a big public shocking day in my country. Then I thought fucking, uh, Katrina was a big shocking day, but this, this is like, this took it to a new level. And I, I just was like, I was so frustrated. I don't want to repeat uh, what I was thinking or telling my wife at the time, because it was, it's not nice and it's not peaceful. And I don't want to get sued or, you know, yeah, I, know. I think I know what, what avenue you've gone down. But it's, that but it's like, it's frustrating when you're watching, uh, you know, and I'm not a, I'm not a big cop person, but it's like the way they treated the cops and, and how they just went in and, and just treated it uh, treated the building and, and just, uh, it was like, it was so, I'd never seen so much, uh, white privilege, um, in my entire life. Like it was like such an example of that besides Trump existing as a, as a, as a subhuman, but it was like, it was just, it was like upsetting. And, you know, it's just, uh, uh, you know, you, you find out like, the guitar player from iced earth was in there and all these different people, the guy, a guy from, uh, uh, that one animated show, um, was, was in there and all these people. And you're thinking like, Holy shit, man. Like I had, I had a, vet, a Navy veteran guy telling me that he wished he was there. And I, you know, I'm all the way up here and it, it's just, it's just crazy, man. And then, then how long it took for, the fucking government to finally like step in and start investigating. We shut down this country after nine 11 and, and, and blasted all this Islamophobia. It was all in the press. It was all in public uh, attitude, you know, mobs of people that this shit 
it was like you had people protecting them and they were sponsored, paid for corporations. You had all these militias and that was it. You know, everybody's chilling, man. And Trump wanted to go fucking kick it. He's sitting there arguing with the Secret Service who even they had to be like, no, we're not going to let you do it. He's like, no, let's do this shit. You know, I, these are my people. I mean, come on, dude. Like, what more do you need? But, you know. Yeah, going back to the protesters uh, that were wiped out or peacefully protesting uh, Trump for whatever building that was. Now, famously in front of his cabinet, when they were discussing about what to do with him, you know his what his proposition was. Kill him. Can't can't we just shoot him? Right. Now, he didn't want to. He didn't want to kill him. He said, "Let's can't we just shoot him in the legs? Let's shoot him in the legs. Right. Let's shoot him in the knees. Let's make sure they can't walk. Like let's let's make them let's make a point here. You're talking about I, it doesn't get more fascist than that. You're talking about a U.S. president wanting to shoot peacefully protesting citizens. But, I mean, I forget what the issue was at the time that they were protesting. There's been so many things you were able to protest with Trump, and who knows what the issue was. But when you have, Police like, violence, killing of black like, people. Like, there's, okay, it, was that the George Floyd time? Yeah, and it was like, you know, but it was like this thing where it was happening so much in Connorville. It would be like, all right, you catch the video. You put the video, you know, you take a picture of the cops. You show what they're doing. They kill somebody, torture somebody, abuse somebody, goes on the news, people react immediately. And it's like this ongoing thing. And then you have, you know, you'd see all these protests where the cops are like fucking abusing the protesters in New York and L.A. They're like running people over. You have people running, running the car over these people. And it's like, you know, you have people just it was like such a, you know, and then you had COVID. So you had that shit. And it was like uh, you had all this combination of all these different uh, these different, um, these different vibes or these different, all this different energy. And it was yeah, like the different atrocities, the different atrocities and to fight against. Right. And it's like, you have people frustrated and nobody had a gun or anything. Everybody was just protesting. And then, and then the, everybody, including the media, the press, uh, were being abused. And it was like these fucking law enforcement were like enjoying it. You know, you could, okay. So ra wrapping up uh, January 6th here, I mean, it really was, in my lifetime, the most amazing coup attempt. I mean, it was a coup attempt uh, uh, to reverse a legitimate election by a fascist president, ex-president. I mean, by that time, he was just about to be the ex-president. I mean, I, I that day will live in infamy, infamy in our country. Mm -hmm. And it's it's almost like justice can't come soon enough. Uh, we know that there's or currently Jack Smith is heading a uh, is the head prosecutor in a case against Trump and some co-conspirators talking about January 6th. And I, I hope I don't ever see anything like that again. And for, for all of the things, the protests, protests something that heavily on a lie it is really disgusting. Now, to, let's move on to the last part of our subject here tonight, and that's this. We've discussed what QAnon believers believe, what the followers believe. Mm -hmm. Here's my question for you, GM. If you are a real, true believer of QAnon, if you really believe that our government is head by a group of people 
that are sacrificing babies, running a pedophile ring, worshiping Satan, and holding ritualistic ceremonies where they bathe in, in baby blood. Yeah. They're drinking the blood of babies. Mm-hmm. Number one, what would constitute going too far to stop these people? Because I think the it's a rhetorical question a little bit because the answer is probably you couldn't go too far. Mm-hmm. And number two is what's next? What what crazy additions to this the base of this conspiracy theory are are they going to add? What is the next incarnation of QAnon? What is it going to turn into? Um, I believe you know. Well, I don't. I don't know because they like they they're very. Uh, Whoever's behind all this, I mean, there's a lot of people behind QAnon. Um, but I think it's like they're probably one of the most creative uh, nitwits um, ever. And it, it's like, uh, you well, know. Well, you know, DM, it, that not, it, we know that some people are using this right. to further their it's political agenda. They don't really believe it, but they're using the people that believe it right. to basically scare the other side into uh, violent attack, uh, threats of violence, basically. Yeah. I'm sorry, go ahead. No, I just, uh, I, I don't know. I, I don't know because I can't imagine. Cause I don't have that mindset. But uh, all I know is it's like you, you know, it's like uh, the recent past couple of years, it's in JFK is going to return. JFK Jr. is going to return. Um that they're gonna, they still, I think, believe that they're they're gonna take out, you know, the quote unquote bad guys and put them in jail. They're they still believe Trump's gonna to go. They believe that Trump is president. Like they never think they think that Biden is fake. He's a hollow body. He's a robot. Literally, like he's 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 being run by a hidden uh, government organization. It's just you know controlling him. Um, I, I I I don't know, man. It, it I I can't think that far. I can't I can't even imagine. I can't even come up with a theory because I don't understand these patterns. I don't understand how this shit works. Like they have yeah. their whole set of of uh, of uh, terminology and and uh, their theories, man. They're just fucking insane. And and you know. I know. I thought God somewhere was supposed to come back, and Jesus was supposed to enter the picture, and you know, and all this. And uh, but you know, who who knows? And uh, but it, you know, it's funny is uh, there was a couple years ago, Mike Flynn was being interviewed, and somebody brought that shit up, and then he acted like he didn't know what it was, and he's the one that took an oath with like all these other people in this one footage in somebody's backyard. Um, Marjorie Taylor Greene, after being probably, you know, ashamed so many times, now she lies about the whole Jewish space laser thing. Uh, I, I, I don't know. And Trump, you know, like, he he throws out all the messages and, you know, that he's probably down with it still, too. Um, but, I mean, I don't fucking know, man. And it's just amazing that uh, these people weren't even put in prison, you know, for uh, being attached to the to the military, to... To uh, being behind, you know, and my thing is the Watkins brothers, or family, the the son and and father, like they're fucked up, and it's it's just amazing. Like the the son, he decides like he's gonna run for office, but then he can't even answer questions on policy. Um, you know, he's they, you know, the dad's uh, he's uh, 
he fled America and they've been in the Philippines because he doesn't want to get charged for uh, peddling pedo- um, uh, kitty porn. He had a kitty porn site. Um, you know, what, what business are they in? What industry are they in? Um, what are they into? Let's see. Let me look. Uh, I mean, computers, I, uh, probably, uh, you know, they, they think they made money off of, uh, off of, uh, 4chan, um, on Watkins. Uh, I, I just, uh, the, the dad was, he was like intelligence in the army and then he, uh, and then he started to make money, I believe, off of, uh, Coding, like writing code. Um, so with the military or for a uh, private, private. Um, let's see here. Okay, we got about thirty seconds. Okay, I, I I'm not sure uh, fully. Okay, no problem. We can we can move on from that. Okay. Uh, that'd be something maybe we'll talk about them in, in another broadcast. Um, let's wrap this up as far as QAnon and. I would just uh, address that question to the listeners. If you really believe, especially if you have children, that Democrats were the head of everything we said, that they're Satanists, they have a pedophile ring, they want to put your child into a... I mean, anytime you have a pedophile ring, it's, it's basically they're going to snatch up kids and and make them available to pedophiles or whatever... Uh, various ways they can. I mean, if you really believe that that's what they are, like, how far would you go to stop them? And we talk about back in the day when people on the right used to form a, a, used to bomb abortion clinics, the thought process as well, if I can take out a clinic and take out the doctors and take out everybody involved, how many lives am I saving right. by bombing an abortion clinic? The same theory can be used in, in the QAnon movement as far as basically any action you take is legitimate against the Democrats because look at what they're really doing. And for people to believe this, you know, and the disgusting part is that if you, when they actually interview some of these people, they think that, uh, they think that Democrats are worse than, um, Middle Eastern terrorists, uh, you know, and, and if you do, I mean, the, the, the worst people, if you feel like you live in a country where half the people are are that deep, and first of all, you, you don't really love, you're not a patriot, you don't love the country if you hate half the people that much and you feel that they're involved and embroiled in, in this type of disgusting scam. Yeah. And it's really just it's kind of sad, and it makes me fear for can we really come back together as a country? Can we actually, for lack of a better term, do business when it comes to making decisions on laws and how we govern the country with a section of the country that believes in this shit? Mm-hmm. I, I don't know. Uh, Dean, I mean, it really is kind of sad, but we will have to leave that question unanswered and, and time will tell as to where, uh, what, where this manifests, what this manifests into, what, Form QAnon takes in the future, and what drastic steps they take to stop the evil Democrats. I am Jesus. We have Dirty Mouth here. We are the Master Blaster Podcasters. Thank you so much for 
checking us out, and we will talk to you next time. All right. Thank you so much.